Hello guys, welcome to another episode of The Pod. And in this one, I'm not alone, I'm with um, my friends and they are experts in different fields, but then they are all entrepreneur kind of, they have a lot on their CV. So I'll let them talk about themselves. So. Kelo! What's good guys? Yeah. My name is Kenya Basi. Yeah. Well, most people know me as Kelly. Mm. I'm an artist manager. I'll be sure I talent manager. And then specialize in marketing. And I feel like that's brief enough. Yeah. You know more. Yeah, well, you can elaborate though. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> so, Jay. Jay in the building, Jay in yeah. the building, big man, <laughs> big uh, man Jay. And the why me? <laughs> yeah, so uh, no, Nigerians can't take compliments. That's the problem. <laughs> well, I'm not. That's how Nigerian. Everybody is a boss. I'm not Nigerian. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's do this. Yeah. So uh, my name. Is, hi guys. My name is Julius Ekandem. I'm an advertiser, uh, motion designer, and. Uh, and a proper designer too. Uh, also, a, a boarding architect. So I'm still trying to, um, you know, become a full-fledged architect. So that's basically it. Uh, advertiser, motion designer. So yeah, Imo, thanks for having me. Yeah, um, to have you guys on the board today. So um, how's it been? How's it been? It's a it's a whole lot. It's a whole lot of difference in how things are done. Yeah, I had to drag you from your workspace. Yeah, yes. who who knew that? You know, an artist, manager, and an advertiser, an architect, and then a and a UI designer will have to like have similar views on things. On things, right? <laughs> I talk about things. It's just weird. Yeah, but it's cool. Yeah, um, Coinbase got listed in New York Stock Exchange. Yeah, that's like a very a very um big, big one for them. Yeah. yeah. So um, mm-hmm. for a whooping hundred billion billion, yeah. That is this bro. <laughs> so much money. I do like give me twenty percent. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, all right. You wish I'll, I'll, I'll take ten. <laughs> I'll, I'll take five. I'll take five. Give bro, me five. that's I, that's a whole lot for the Dude, owner, yeah. I just man, that that's a whole lot. And he just has twenty past twenty percent of the um business, so it's actually really wealthy here. Imagine making twenty billion from twenty twelve mm. to twenty twenty one. Such a such short time. Yeah. Yeah. Shirts. And bro probably started it in his bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> what do you yes, do in your bedroom? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll start taking design plus. Like uh we heard stories about businesses starting in their bedrooms, but it's really not working for you Julius. <laughs> 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 no, uh, no that, that's basically what we're talking about today. Like, try, try that fail, right? Yeah, so, try that fail, yeah. how many times did we don't probably have to ask the CEO of be Like, how many businesses did you start in your bedroom? In your bedroom, yeah, yeah. actually failed because, man, it's not as easy as the news makes it, as it, it's not as easy as it looks here. So, um, there are lots of start, there's lots of failed business here, and there are a few businesses that have succeeded. So these few businesses have succeeded are the ones making the news and making people probably restless and fail. They feel like they feel like okay, everything works as long as you just started. So there was probably a time where we felt like okay, um, 
every startup yeah, every every startup have a, has an opportunity to succeed as long as you just have the idea as long as you um know if you if you were around starting a business but then if you think like we had experience julius yeah mm-hmm. with we have we've had experience we started like a few businesses and most of a them have failed yeah failed businesses <laughs> mm. i i feel like all of the most of the businesses have started started as failed yeah but the failures are um, I kind of like building blocks to exactly yeah to building something really it's like a process yeah mm-hmm. substance yeah through. something really really substantive. substantive. Maybe you fail, but you actually learn learn a whole lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's a process. Mm. That everybody has to go through. Yeah, because I remember like when I was, I feel like businesses that are that failed businesses could not to not really mean businesses. It could be an idea, right? I remember when I when I, I wanted to get my first Mac, I was like, okay. So a Mac that year cost about three eighty. So I felt, I felt okay. If I make about um, let's see, ten videos at thirty eight k each, then I made three hundred. So I'm like, okay, I need to get ten new clients. <laughs> I was so like, I could literally like imagine that I've had ten clients at thirty eight k. And so there was respect for that. There was respect. <laughs> yeah. So I started walking towards it, but. You know, like there was another door, and then there was something else that happened, and that kind of <clears throat> led to the process of it. Yeah, but I won't just nowadays. I won't just um, because those days I would say, "Oh, cool!" I'll just you know imagine that it's very, very possible. But I'll not think of like the process that gets it. Why it is not possible, or it's possible. So I feel like having trying things is actually a good thing. Yeah, you know, there's really no failure. It's just lessons. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That's that's really true. Okay, I've started any business before. Oh, plenty. I had to many businesses. Right from secondary school, channel, but I won't call it like our flights, you know, <laughs> everything is cool, cool, cool. Then I think by year two, I was not like, huh, I need extra cash again. Like, I need to be able to make something on the side, you understand? So that I want to go out, I can, you know, buy stuff so I can do what I want to do. So I think I started DJing. Okay. Yeah, oh, cool. so I DJed oh, for like a while. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I, I, at some point, I have plans to get a controller one time. Yeah. And I'll search for like different people that sell controllers. And I'll ask, ask, and ask. I, I, I think I got the price. I wanted to buy, I think it was 150k that time. 150k, 2016. Not now that the inflation up and down. Mm-hmm. So that means 150k is like 200k now. 250k now. Yeah. So I was now like 150k, okay. I need to make like. 100k then i can like find 50k then add all this kind of stuff but you go for a job you get and then they'll pay you let's say like 20k and then your expenses can be like 10k and then you now make 10k then you need to buy a shoe so at some point i feel like i was eating too much out of the job that would put something in inside the job so it was like a cycle that didn't Join, join. Yeah, let me let me just add for you guys, all of you guys that are trying to save money, this is a free ad spot for CarryWise. <laughs> so if you like, that's if a CarryWise account and just throw your money in there, uh, for real. And you don't need to, you know, lock it up. Uh-huh. There's like this touch thing where you just keep your money, so it's not. That's not inflation. The Nigerian government is printing yeah, yeah. so much money. That is, that is. Uh, that's advice you don't buy some USDT, buy some stable coins and keep, because you yeah. want to save some money, don't save now. 
you not save your money in Naira. In Naira. I'm dragging your ear. You <laughs> don't save your money in Naira. But some of you that still want to be stubborn, though, you can just. Okay, you can just. You can just try Cairo Wise. I I tried I tried Wise at the time. Yeah. It was it was it was a great experience. I think I liked it. Yeah, I like I like I like it better than the local bank, our normal bank. Yeah, I like how I like what I like best is their ease of use. Yeah, and the whole. Really good. Okay, looks like I would download Carrywise. Yeah, it's really dope. Like, yeah, ease of use, the user experience on the platform, the interaction, the feedback loops. Oh, so I it wasn't Carrywise. It was Piggy Bank at the time. It was Piggy Bank. Yeah, so. I think all of them are offering about the same service. Same service. Yeah. yeah. The, the only thing that would possibly be juicy for me is um, interest rates, which none of them, their interest rate is work. Yeah. Uh, I think these people offer interest rate VBank. Okay. Yeah. VBank and I think Kuda. Okay. Sure. But I know VBank adds interest. But I think the purpose of getting my Kairos account was because I just wanted to like separate my finances so i wanted to have an expense account okay. and a savings account yeah. so that would just adjust it mm. okay yeah so kill your sense okay yeah so um, as i was saying it was about it was like a circle that didn't join so um, at some point we folded up and you know sometimes when i get jobs i outsource outsource so mm. even till now i get jobs but i still outsource yeah. so i have people like doing those things but mm. i don't really do that business again okay mm. so at some point you move on Try other things. So it's like as you said, mm-hmm. have to keep trying. Yeah, trying, trying. Mm-hmm. learning the process. So I did from from like lessons I've learned, right? Some business, um, some ideas we have, and some businesses we think we want to start. I think most business, most businesses that have succeeded in the past is probably businesses that the the founder or the um, the owner really, really believed in and thought, okay, this is a path for me to follow so that when there's a steep you um you find ways to like go out of the steep you don't look for other options so you don't look for um other ideas so you have to like really believe in the idea before you yeah i think most times for people that start things when starting out something the the idea is is most times only clear to you Mm. like to every other person the future is kind of very bleak so uh you want to start out as a motion designer in like 2015 mm. people like what's motion design like yeah. oh cartoon i don't i don't i don't really like cartoon <laughs> i mean like no it's not really cartoon it's like, really like cartoon. short cartoons for yeah. hours no i know you're talking about cartoons <laughs> i don't like cartoons <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, a conversation like that would go that way yeah. because again um, to, um, animation wasn't really it wasn't really working for businesses yeah. too yeah so people wouldn't see it but, but what i saw there was uh, I felt like static and static adverts were going to like pull out in a very short time. So I felt animation or moving images would drag more attention. Videos, okay. videos. Okay. So it was kind of hard for me to pitch it to people. But then, just back to my point, <clears throat> I'm guessing like um, the guys that started out. Bitcoin, like we invented Bitcoin. Yeah. They pitch the idea to you, like a digital coin where you just, you know, buy and you just, it is no bank and nobody knows who sent it. Like, eh, the EFC is going to catch you, shah. You get, but the point is, most people won't see it from your standpoint. So you have to actually make it work first. It gets through so that they can actually get it. So I think a founder's problem is really, really 
convincing the <laughs> people yeah and then picking your very very complex idea and making it as simple as you get so it's usually very it's really um one of the hardest thing i remember when um when um someone wanted to start up um, a grocery business yeah and then the target audience they were looking at the target audience they were looking for wasn't really they were really um, educated and also yeah. the ads that we go, that was going out is get your groceries here right mm-hmm. well those guys are not used to 10 time groceries 10 groceries yeah, yeah. 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 so the idea you have in your head is groceries right you mm-hmm. want to start up a grocery yeah. business but how do you like chip it into bits for people to consume and then take action I think you could just be like, get your Afa and Gary soup delivered. And then you're going to see, <laughs> then you're going to see that humility steps into the picture now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It takes, uh, it takes a very humble person to like bring that a very awesome idea to a point where you're, where you're able to like break things down and say, get Afa. Get Afa and leave. Yeah, they'll be like they'll, they'll think oh it's already made Afam. Afam. Yeah. So they ha- I have There's <laughs> <laughs> a restaurant next to my house. <laughs> What's the difference? What's the difference? <laughs> I mean I don't then I pay you extra money extra to money, get, yeah. get out. But it's <laughs> cool. He made it to like comes to play in everything. It's just like some people have uh, not a shift in focus, but it, some people have like maybe on your WhatsApp status, you're sharing things that is at your mental level, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't even care about people. You don't even care if people really understand the jokes you're posting up, the mm-hmm. memes you're posting up. So yeah. like, the ability to like bring it down to like everybody's level, bring your um, chip your knowledge down to everybody's level where people can really understand and get your point. Mm-hmm. You get it takes a lot of humility and intention and yeah. deli- and being deliberate. So yeah just just now you're mentioning i thought of i feel like advertising has has probably changed okay. in a co- in like in maybe in the past 20 years because okay. for example when apple came out the advertising was basically think different okay. so the reason why you were getting a device was not just because it could call someone or, or uh take a picture the reason why you would buy an apple device was because it was beautifully designed okay Right, yeah. but now that is like that is giving you another purpose, like a kind of more sophisticated um, um, purpose to that product yeah. compared to like what we just talked about now, where yeah. we're just making something that is there's no purpose, it's basically like, like just buy, okay. you know, just buy your alpha since we're mm-hmm. very, very straight to the point. Mm-hmm. I feel like over time, it has like advertising has really changed to the fact, like to a point where the consumers are the ones really depicting how a brand should look. How a brand should look, yes. That okay. has, that has, that, yeah. at that point, right? Yeah. That's true. Because, like, just like today I was thinking about, like, what we talked about. Okay, we yeah. So, like, when you, when you put out things now, you put out adverts on social media, and it's an advert from a brand. Okay. Like, the response rate is, like, 5%. Very low. Very low, because... <clears throat> It's an ad, and everybody just knows an ad. So. Especially if you're an influencer, like me myself, I'm scrolling past my Instagram, or Facebook, and then I see someone say, "Buy this," and then use my promo code. I'll just scroll and pass it. Like just stick to the comedy you do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. 
No, at the same time, you can capitalize on the audience. Because mm. what's vital, yeah. what, that, what is vital when you look at marketing is the audience. Is the audience. Now, if the person has the audience mm. now, this, you have to think of ways to approach the audience. Now, if you go by the regular routes where mm. you just maybe in what kind of business, like let's say the person wants to sell a farm, mm. then Macaulay comes and do a skit and then before you know they sell a farm and then they ask you contact this person to buy a farm. So yeah. Mm. Convert. Yeah, so 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 uh, what I was driving at was this that I think having those big influencers put out stuff, talk about things, is not as effective as having micro influencers. Yes. It's not as effective as that. But okay. Yeah, yeah. but but I feel for my from my own standpoint, I feel like the, what you want to build is a more organic kind of advertising. Yes. Very organic. Very organic, right? So in the sense that uh let's look at the way musicians do it. Mm. Right? Drake will make up a video mm. and then uh maybe things he's bringing out things that are part of the culture. Yeah. So like uh she said, do you love me? I told her, only partly. I only love my bed and my mom. I'm sorry. Right? Yeah. So that is like, all of those kind of things, you know, all of this. Or maybe, uh, maybe there are songs where they bring up uh, hotline bling, all those kind of things. Okay. Points are that kind of resonate with people. So it becomes like a kind of like their own um, natural, organic. Yeah. <clears throat> things that relate to it. Yeah. yeah. I saw this thing that, uh, what was the name? Budweiser did back in 2017. So what they did was, they did a series of 30 seconds ads. Okay. And these are ads that you can, unskippable ads that you could put on WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. So it would be on WhatsApp and you could just watch it in 30 seconds. Yeah. The whole meme was in 30 seconds. So it was a funny video. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, it was just the Budweiser thing. You know, Dilly Dilly, that was a campaign. Yeah. It was really super effective. I felt like from my own standpoint, it was really effective. So people would share that as a, as a funny thing. I feel like, you know, just to add to it, mm. <clears throat> humor is like at the core of most of humans existence. Like humor, everybody can relate with humor. You get So I feel the advertising of now mm. to help your brand, help brands really um, get that good margin profit yeah. is, you know, a little bit of humor, a little bit of culture, a little bit of, social thing you know just to add this it just becomes organic okay i don't know but i feel you know just doing the normal thing where come on by ah dude actually like i wouldn't even think twice <laughs> like i would scroll past the face <laughs> so, like i feel like more organic like i feel in the same points we're coming about i don't know if you guys saw a video on twitter about one boy that they cover to essence Whiskey's essence, one boy spice. Okay, yeah, I guess I, I saw okay. the guy. That, like, he was wearing like a short sleeve. <coughs> then yeah, he was. Yeah, now, when that video came online, everybody thought, like, damn, who is this mm. underdog? Like, the guy, the video was made in like a very. This new was behind the fence. Behind right? the fence. Yeah, like, and once you look at it, it will be like it's a street guy. <coughs> understand? Yeah. Do you know that later on, I found out from like most of my friends in the industry that that's actually a rollout. Oh, really? Like, Everybody hopped on the wave. Even Casper Novet was even quoted the guy was like, bro, we need to walk, you understand? Wow. 
someone was like, open your DMs, Casper wants to walk with you. After that, after that, I saw a similar thing. <laughs> I saw a similar thing. People are going to jump on that. Now. Yeah. People are going to jump on that. Even myself, I even thought it was organic. I, mean, like, I thought oh, I thought it was organic. Yeah. Even now that you mentioned it, that yeah. I saw another person exactly. do the same thing. Yeah. I was like, ah, it's yeah. a brother. See yeah. this gem. Yeah. I went to the boy's IG page. Yeah. See my freestyle, you understand? Yeah. Someone has told me that ah, it's a rollout too. Really? Like, wow. Wow. <laughs> Dope I was, like, really, really. Like, the strategy is like, also like, yeah. the conditions that boy had. He, he actually did. He moved from IG. IG. He moved from Twitter, yeah, went from IG, and people were sharing back Dude, to back. Yeah. Really awesome. So, like, that's what happens when you consider that organic aspect in yeah. pushing out content, delivering yeah. heavily. I feel like the advertising that you do now should not even feel like advertising. It should just it should be so subtle that you won't even notice it. Like really, really subtle. So it's it's um, advertising is going to a point where advertising is now manipulative. Yeah? It's not going out straight to say, okay, this is what we are selling. It's more like playing with your head. Playing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At this point, it's just all about registering the brand. Mm. I feel like that's what most advertisers or most brand watching yeah. the video, you understand? Yeah. yeah. But the boys have bottles, I'll be at the bricks, mm. you understand? You don't even notice that. You are, you are seeing the name Budweiser, Budweiser. But it's a at, at your subconscious. Yeah, it's yeah, registered. Yeah. Then maybe you step into a bar and then you want to buy a drink. Buy a drink, yeah. And then you now see the Budweiser bottle mm. and you're like, give me that Budweiser. I think I had that consumer behavior. I went into a bar because of the advert and everything i had a feeling like okay there's a feeling but why don't give you when you get yeah. it so i actually yeah. get it can yeah, you understand the kind of person like you understand your vibe or something like that yeah, yeah. totally so, so it's, it's really it's really i feel it's really really cool <coughs> like the way people are <laughs> brands are approaching things nowadays yeah so um and and this 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 could be tips to like roll out a new brand a new brand here so um a little shift back to what we were um, talking about here so um how how are we how are we doing businesses differently now from how we tried starting because at the point i remember uh, i wanted to we wanted to start up a business and we the whole hype was there we started we printed everything we did a few documentation but then it got to a point where we had to pay um an accountant to do auditing and all those financials for us because we um, didn't have enough money to like roll roll the business out, that that became a problem. Yeah, I think it becomes a problem at the point where a business is trying to scale. It's trying to scale, yeah. I feel like we. I mean, just just that brand. Just thinking about that brand now, we we had people that actually loved the brand. I had people yeah. that messaged me. Like, so who owns this brand? I like their messaging. Yes, etc. So we're we're getting there, but I feel. As a brand, of course, the 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 concept, the main idea is to make money. Yeah. yeah. And I f- personally, I feel like we we had really awesome strategy, but maybe the wrong positioning. Okay. Maybe the wrong location. Okay. And the wrong time. Uh, not really the wrong, wrong time because we had like everybody had phones. Everybody could mm-hmm. just go on the internet. And order. Yeah, and order. But I feel like maybe the position, the town we were in. Okay. Like the time we the thought of like, you know, um, launching in was was not really cool. Uh, 
but just to add to like um, how you know people are, should be doing business differently, I feel like there should be a whole lot of business are kind of past that stage where you know we just have you know your idea. It should be like lots of people that are in like different fields. Yeah. You know, you know they say an accounting person, there is an advertising an person, advertising person. There's design person, there is like a logistics person. So it's all of these ideas just, you know, come together and just yeah, makes yeah. it really, really quick. Yeah. Because if you're just looking at it from the design and advertising yeah, aspect. With design and advertising, we were 100. Yeah, it was really cool, but I feel like maybe the... The technicalities. Or how to sell the brand. Yeah. It requires detail financials demographics like you have a very yes, um, you, have, you, have, you, have, you need to have a target market yes yeah and then you're able to I break mean, them down specific right you, like, you know how you want to penetrate them mm. you study their consumer behavior and mm. like they buy this mm. so i need to get this market okay then you target that particular market yeah penetrate maybe you, you just you look at your competitors in that market like wow this person sells this this mm. person sells this mm. how does this person communicate how does yeah. music? Does, that, does that apply to music yes it applies to music yes okay if you want to put out content you have to like this new single i'm working on like the target market is streets like that's like my target market yeah that's what i ever had even switch up i was talking about i think you had the single back yeah yeah like i even switched up i was like you're not going to do something strictly heavily influenced by let's say hip-hop heavily influenced by mm. caribbean vibes let's yeah. come back yeah let's, let's try I, I feel like let's, let's come it felt back. more like Af- afro exactly. afro type beats exactly so like you study the consumer behavior and said, let's come back Mm-hmm. Let's target the streets, you understand? Yeah. We've gotten the ears of the elites, yes, people mm-hmm. that vibe to sound that come across the Atlantic. Now, let's get the ears of people that don't vibe to that. Yeah. So, it's, it applies, like, I feel like basically marketing is the same thing in any field mm-hmm. that you are. Mm-hmm. Like any field that you are, it's basically how to sell. Mm-hmm. To in any field, what applies in brands, mm-hmm. you always apply in music. It's the same thing. That's why you see marketing team in a, in a record label can be very huge. Sure. Like, look at Raymond now. Like, if mm. you take Raymond as a case study, okay. Raymond has this solid branding and marketing. Mm. Like, if it was a video I saw this morning on Instagram, mm-hmm. you know his latest single bounce. Yeah. It was describing the artwork. Mm. Now, the artwork was basically Raymond at different stages. Now, he will tell you this artwork was me in the Ginger Me video. This was my Rema, the first EP Rema. Oh, this okay, yeah, yeah. I saw when you put out this this uh, content. I was asking people to describe get the idea behind. He he was like that. Nobody actually got it detailed, so he described it. Then he now showed the current Rema on top, like a river, and then there were now spaceships <coughs> on top. Then he was since he calls himself like an alien, you understand? Yeah. So all of them came down from spaceships. Mm-hmm. Since they are all aliens, so <laughs> like the, this whole concept about everything he does, mm-hmm. you know, like even from the rollout of the single bounce. Yeah. Now the narrative was booty bounce, yeah. and the, like immediately everywhere was just bombarded with booties. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I was just scrolling, and I was like, wow, this is mad. <laughs> so they just they have a narrative, and then they push the narrative, so you yeah. swallow it. Ah, they feed it to you. They feed it to you. So we're just basically selling this yeah. very It might look easy, but it's actually not easy. Yeah. There's so much now. The thing is, there's no. There's so much noise. Any right. business you're opening, you know that yeah. what you're fighting is not actually 
It's like you're not fighting for the survival of your business. Mm-hmm. You're actually fighting the cost volume. Because what you're offering mm-hmm. is being offered. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so yeah. what you have to do is how do I stand out? How do I bubble? So it's and it's worse in the music scene because you no longer need you can even record a song with your phone. You understand? Yeah. yeah. So there's this so much music. Oh, did you see that thing where um you can they they are, they are creating this platform where fans can fund okay yeah piggy vest and yeah i want you do we do x yeah. yeah i saw the article this morning really I, haven't awesome. read, I haven't read it yet. like I, I think there's another one where there's this guy um that he is kind of <coughs> partnering with apple music so the mm-hmm. idea is that you're not going to as an artist you don't need a record label yeah, right. you can just own and then distribute your music. Yeah, it's United really really Masters, yes. Yeah, United Masters. United yeah. Masters is actually old. It's yeah, like, but they're like an indie distributor. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's really, that's how the industry is actually turning out these days. People want to own their masters. Yeah, because you make money on your masters. Okay. Look at the case of Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is recording her old albums to release them so that she can own the masters, masters, yeah. masters of mm-hmm. those recordings. Since I think she had issues with her former label, then someone bought up her former label and then bought up her catalog, oh. and then she had to be recovered. You understand? So it's, it's ownership. Everybody wants to own. Yeah. So companies like United Masters will yeah. come out and be like, let's offer you label services. Okay. Understand? Yeah. Then you you can put in your money. You understand? Mm-hmm. And then make your music. Yeah. I won't give you money as a label. You understand? I'm not a label, so I won't give you money. What I do is I can do your marketing. Okay. Distribute your music, you understand? Okay. Give you um sync um, sync rights, maybe plug into a movie, you understand, publish your music, mm-hmm. then we make money and we split it and then you own your music. Okay. Yeah. And then you go out yeah. separate ways you so if you look at people like Felakuti, mm-hmm. King Sonia King Sonia, imagine okay, let's say you want to shoot a Nigerian movie based on the seventies team. Okay. Then you want to license a Felakuti music. Mm-hmm. You cross the ocean, you can't license it in Nigeria. Yeah. I think it should be BMI or Sony. You go all the way. So feel like this is dead since when but that you would have collect the money for his publishing. No, that's crazy. For life. No. For life. So people need their ownership. So that imagine you want to come and shoot the movie, let's say about King Sony and they give us um your tips for trying and making sure you try and succeed. Well basically I'll just say if you fail, doesn't mean like that's the end of the world. You understand? You have to keep trying. The more you fail, the more you learn. Yeah. To and there's there's no definite time. Like you'll be like, ah, um, in two years I'm going to make it. No, it's like a process. It comes gradually, gradually, gradually. So you have to keep on motivating yourself. Have this inner drive. Keep on trying. Keep on trying. Keep on trying. So um. Like starting a business and failing at it, I think it's a it's a learning curve for everybody, and it is a way of shaping you, shaping your um mindsets. Yeah. Okay. So um shaping you, shaping your ideology, your mindset, your perspective, right? And over time, you build um you it, it helps you build work ethic, right? To approach things like this, so there's no loss in trying to start something it's a win for you at the end of the day because you learn of that experience and you're able to start a new one and if at all you feel like personally i feel like if at all you think a business deserves 
an end you should just end it just kill it and probably start a new one and probably we think about the things you did that you have to like um have to like go back to the drawing board and get back to it so when you're able to do that then you're going to then you won't be counting your loss you'll be counting the things you learned from uh, your past there so yeah uh, i totally agree with that uh, i think what i need to i would like to add is um when you start a business there's going to be a whole lot of uh, setbacks there's going to be a lot of uh no's and nays, right that's going to kind of uh discourage you from from continuing the business so you have to be really passionate about what you want to do about what you're doing you to believe it's in it enough to keep going you get and then about the idea of like how to make a, a business succeed i feel like in that vein um there was there was, there was a book i saw recently that talked about um you know there's a kind of book that talked about the human race and it was just basically basically about books in a kind of library the concept is that what i picked from the book was that no two books in that library were the same so in the same in the same vein no no two people can approach the same problem same way right um or get um, their results in the same way so instead of doing science so mm-hmm. that same way, what the point is that you know you just try out stuff, try out a lot of stuff, mm. do your research, you know, look at what other people are doing, try to make it work for you, and yeah, you should succeed. Yeah, so, been up the podcast. I had with me Julius Ekandem and Keloni. I'll share their socials on there so you can follow them and and um, follow them and show them some love so subscribe to the podcast if you've not and then um, we're going to meet you next time guys keep staying safe and keep winning peace and love